Then I heard a male actor say, I lost 30 pounds in 30 days and I feel great. I wanted to drive my SUV into a wall. Seriously? Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulthood while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. This is part three of my crazy journey with food. I hope you've listened to the other two parts. Last week, I talked to you about really some of my lowest points and my heaviest points in my dieting experiences. And this week, I'm going to talk about some of my dieting successes and how I approached weight loss once again. So I hope that you're getting some value out of my journey uh, because I've had so many ups and downs and um, it's really about consistency and also being easy on yourself too. Once in a while, especially when you're losing weight and people see that you're losing weight, someone will ask me how I lost weight or someone will tell me that they're frustrated with the weight that they've gained. And when you've lost a lot of weight, other people think that you have all the answers. They think you have some magic formula. Now, I addressed this when I was doing stand-up comedy, because losing weight is such a universal problem. And it's something that a lot of people can relate to, right? At the same time, so many, so many people would ask me how I've lost weight. And really, when I stop to think about it, it really boils down to one simple fact. And I would address this in my show. I would say, you know, I'd get up there and I'd say, people want to know my secret. You know, I've lost 50 pounds. People want to know my secret. Do you want to know my secret? And everybody, of course, in the audience would say, yes, I want to, yes, yes, tell us your secret. And I just look at everybody and I'd say, I stopped eating. Get a big laugh. But, you know, losing weight is really, (laughs) it's really a serious issue. I don't mean to make fun of it, but um, you really have to laugh at something that is is such an issue for yourself, such an issue for me. And I feel thwarted at so many points when I'm dieting or trying to diet. I don't even like the word diet anymore because, uh, you know, it, it's just, I'm just going to end up losing, right? I'm going to end up losing the fight. But um, I've, it's been a lifelong struggle. The struggle's real. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it does make for good comedy fodder. The only advice I have for anyone is when you're ready to do it, you'll do it. Unfortunately, no one can do it for you. No one can force you to lose weight. No one. You have to make up your own mind about it first. Sometimes you have to dig deep. You have to have the motivation to do it. And you have to keep doing it to be successful. I know for myself, I really see it as having um, an addiction to food. And if you have an addiction to something, you have to have the motivation, right? Nobody can hold the food away from you because you're going to find a way to get to the food. There's another thing that you need to do when you want to lose weight. And this is what I've learned now that I'm older, is that you have to learn something about food and nutrition. You need to know what to eat and how much. Now, I told you in the first part, I think the first of this three part, that I never got much input from my family on how to eat. Well, I take that back. There was one incident when I was a teenager and I went to see a dermatologist. She was a wonderful older woman. She was very graceful and she was probably in her 70s. She was very beautiful. I don't recall her name, but I remember she was very graceful. Very and she was very kind. And she was treating me for my usual, you know, teen angst, acne. And one day she started to talk to me about my diet and she coached me on how to eat. Throughout my life, there have been people who saw that I lacked guidance and jumped in to provide it, <laughs> either for an hour or over the course of years. And she definitely provided me with the beginnings of nutritional guidance because uh, I really had no idea. I learned a lot just from that one conversation. For example, trying to lose weight didn't mean you could have that In-N-Out cheeseburger and hope that not having the fries would make you successful in your diet. It's true. I really thought that. The doc, I'm sure she was shaking her head later and rolling her eyes, sat down and explained how many calories there actually were in a cheeseburger and why it was not the best food choice. Now, remember, this was before we had the convenience of phone apps that give us all the calories, fat, and carb content at a moment's notice. Yes, I really didn't know anything about nutrition and perspective in eating the right foods. So I really wasn't, you know, prepared for eating properly. It's been a lifelong endeavor to educate myself. And I've also learned it's okay to ask for help and advice. Now, if you're reading this and thinking that I was on the edge at least a few times and needed more professional help than I was getting, you're right. My GP doctor had talked to me about losing weight several times over the years. I admit, I didn't really listen when I only wanted to eat. I could be stubborn. Now, that's not a surprise to those of you who have been listening to me, okay? I can be stubborn. I would go in to see him 
about an earache and he would end up talking to me about my weight. I mean, give me a break, right? Suggesting that I go on the paleo diet or some similar conversation. Really, Doc? I'm having a hard enough time losing weight, but I'm supposed to eat like a caveman? Giving up carbs is one thing, but cheese too? Eat nuts and berries? You've just got to be kidding. Why not suggest I eat a tree? I felt like he didn't understand me at all. After all, he is a man. And how much easier is it for him to lose weight? Give me a break. That was my inner dialogue. Just treat my earache. Can you hear the denial in my voice? Can you hear the denial in my thought process? Now, I've seen therapists at certain points in my life, and they've always been extremely helpful, not about the weight, but about my grief and working through other issues. The weight was just a result of the other things going on in my life. I've always been the kind of person who wants to overcome my issues by myself, Call it my stubbornness, call it crazy, but for me, the best way to work through it is in my own time. I started having panic attacks while driving on the freeway, and I ended up intellectualizing my way out of it. I wouldn't recommend that for everyone. If you are having extremely dark times, sometimes it's best to reach out to professionals for help. It's hard to ask for help sometimes. I guess it's mostly the only child in me that is used to standing on my own and relying on my own wits. My dad used to say, I got my brains from my mom and my strength from him. People tell me all the time that I'm strong. Most of the time, I don't see it. I just try to keep pushing forward and do the best I can. Strength isn't always about being tough. Maybe it's about moving forward when you don't feel like moving forward. It's about being resilient. One thing about dark times in your life, if you work at it and keep moving forward, a period of transformation usually follows. This is true for me. In June 2019, it was time for me to start my next weight loss journey And that meant it was time to step up on the scale. I wasn't sure what it would say. It took a lot of courage for me that day because knowing meant I was really going to start this. I traditionally weigh myself first thing in the morning and use that as my baseline to track. That first day, I stepped on the scale and was somewhat surprised and equally horrified to find I was 200 and 47.5 pounds. Wow, I had gained 70 pounds since my dad died. Okay, it had been three years, but that was a tremendous amount of weight to think about losing. It was the most I had ever weighed, but I knew I had to start somewhere. I started to get really overwhelmed by the amount of time it would take to lose 70 pounds, or even 50 pounds. What had I done to myself? Why had I let it go on so long? It's easy to beat yourself up sometimes. It felt insurmountable. I knew I couldn't think that way. 
I decided to just concentrate on small milestones and not think about the big picture. I thought about getting down to 240, and then I thought about it 10 pounds at a time. It took me about seven months to lose 50 pounds. It was disappointing because other times in my life, if I lost 10 pounds, people could tell and they would say, wow, you've lost weight. But if you weigh almost 250 pounds and you lose 10, it doesn't make that much of a difference. And no one is going to notice except you and your scale. I was driving one day during this process and there was a commercial on the radio for one of those bariatric weight loss clinics. Then I heard a male actor say, I lost 30 pounds in 30 days and I feel great. I wanted to drive my SUV into a wall. Seriously? I know men lose weight easier than women, but seriously? Okay. I told myself, you're on your own journey. Just think about your own journey. I also had a lot of people give me advice or share their experiences. One friend told me, as long as I cut out all the white foods, the weight just melts off. Well, the words weight just melts off have never really applied to me in any circumstance. I have discovered that I can easily gain a pound a day, but try as I might, it's hard to lose more than a pound, or if I'm lucky, two pounds a week, especially if I get closer to my goal. How is that even fair? With these odds, it makes me more and more obsessive and meticulous about what I put in my mouth. I didn't want to sacrifice all day and then blow it at the end of the day by eating something I shouldn't. I just wanted to get to my goal. I just wanted to lose the weight. Did I miss chocolate and ice cream and cake and pie? Yes, but I had to put all that out of my head if I was going to get to the target. Finally, getting to my goal was more important than the fleeting yet wondrous joy of dessert. Something else happened in the process this time that had never happened before. I was sticking to a plan that I had created through reading and understanding nutrition. I worked on eating less carbs and increasing lean protein in my diet, cutting out sugar, drinking a good amount of water and liquids every day, and keeping to a reasonable calorie count. I logged everything I ate and drank on a smartphone app, and also logged my steps. Doing this, I found the right formula of calories and activities that could bring success to my weight loss. If I got a craving, I would try to quench it so I wasn't driving myself crazy. If I wanted chocolate, I would eat 10 M&Ms. Okay, sometimes 20. On holidays, special occasions and vacations, I would be a little bit more relaxed in my eating and then get back on track afterwards. I pretty much stopped eating all desserts. Dessert used to be my middle name. 
What I found was that if I ate sugary snacks or desserts, my body would get hungrier afterwards. If I didn't eat sugar, I was more balanced in my hunger, or I just didn't get hungry. I mean, talk about an epiphany. No wonder I was always hungry. One day, I ordered a piece of peach pie. I love pie, and I thought I would indulge. I'd been good for so long, I could afford to eat it. Well, I ate the whole piece, and it made me sick to my stomach. I found I could eat a couple of bites, but not the whole piece. I've learned to love broccoli without cheese sauce. Who knew? Then I realized that for the first time in my life, I had a different view of food. I wasn't obsessing about food and when I was going to eat next. I was thinking about food now more as nutrition to fuel my body. This was a huge shift in my thinking and my whole psyche. Now, sad to say, it didn't last forever. I started having cravings. I had some stress. I had a lot of stress in my life. And I started putting on weight again. It's been a disappointing process for me. But back to where I was at the time, it took me a full year to lose the 70 pounds I gained. And even with that weight loss, I didn't really feel like I had lost any weight until I dared to try on a pair of size 10 jeans. I had been past a size 16 at my peak weight. I even had to shop in the plus size department once to find a pair of dress pants that would fit me. Then I was a 14 and had recently fit into a 12. It was during the pandemic and shopping in person, let alone trying on things in a store was out of the question. I remember pulling the size 10 out of the package thinking, oh, hell no, these aren't going to work. Look how small they are. And I was surprised when they fit. That's the thing about weight loss. You keep losing, but you don't necessarily feel like you've made a difference in your body until one day something drastically changes, like the jeans you wear. I felt so much better physically which translated into feeling better mentally. It's not just about weighing less, it's about eating better food. It was helping motivate me to stay on track. Now, relapsing is is a real concern and it's a real problem. And I love chocolate and I love pie and I love ice cream and cheese and pizza and pasta and it's so... It's so hard to constantly stay motivated. I'm supportive with my friends who ask how I lost weight, but I try not to ever get too preachy because what works for one person might not work for someone else. I always enjoy hearing how other people have lost weight. What are their secrets or their special tips? Because everyone has to find their own formula for success. I never try to judge those who've gained back some or all of the weight they lost because it could always be me and it has been me 
and it is me. I'm just happy to say I haven't gained back all the weight. I've been trying to hold the line <laughs> as well as I can. It's like holding up the dam and not letting the water through. But anyway, I'll let you know. I hope this helps all of you that have had issues with food. There's so much to say about our crazy relationship with food. Anyway, if you have some of your own special tips about dieting, please share it on the posts on social media, because I'd really appreciate hearing what you have to say. Join me next week for another episode. Until then, take care and eat your vegetables. <laughs> I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries. <laughs> <laughs>